How can you reach your health and fitness goals without feeling overwhelmed or defeated? I learned things the hard way when I started my journey almost a decade ago. Now I run an online business dedicated to helping women avoid all of the mistakes I made along the way. In this podcast, I share the lessons I've learned in my own journey and in helping hundreds of women through theirs. If you want real results and an approach that is sustainable for, well, real life, then the Fit to Live podcast with your host, me, Sydney Tollett, is going to be your new best friend. I'll see you inside. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. So today is going to be a little bit different of an episode. I'm actually going to be interviewing one of my current one-on-one coaching clients, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Molly is somebody who she came to me with her wedding about six months out. She was just really wanting to gain confidence, understand her body more, And her transformation has been so inspiring and so fun to be a part of. And I just really wanted to get her on for this conversation. I think that if you are somebody right now who you're feeling a little bit defeated in your fitness journey, maybe you're questioning like, can I really do this? Will I ever be able to do this? Like maybe this just isn't for me. I think that this episode is going to be so, so encouraging and inspiring for you. We're going to get into exactly what we did as well as just some of the big shifts that she's seen, not only body composition wise, but also in her confidence, her mindset, so many different things. I think that this conversation, like I said, is going to be so encouraging. I'm very excited for you to listen and I will see you inside. Okay. All right, guys. So I'm super excited for this conversation um, with Molly. So I am going to start um, just really outlining a little bit about her journey, what we did um, as far as her protocols, what she came to me wanting to do. So I'm going to outline that and then I'm going to ask her some questions as far as um, just her experience with the coaching and just with this journey as a whole, because I think a lot of people will relate to it. So Um, We have been working together just over five months, and I think we started in, was it May? I think it was maybe May, something like that. Um, And we're down just over 20 pounds, which in five months is like an amazing rate of loss. So that's about a pound per week, which is, that's like 0.5-ish percent of your body weight per week, which is like such a good rate of, of weight loss. That's like what I always really aim for. And not to mention with you getting stronger in the gym and we've gotten into more resistance training, of course, like gaining muscle as a part of that. So that's what we've been able to do as far as the weight loss goes. But I feel like there's just so much more and we'll get into this whenever I, you know, ask Molly some questions, but there's so much more wins that we've seen even outside of just like, you know, that weight loss. I know when you came to me, you had mentioned, I don't know if you remember this, but you had mentioned like one of your goals being, I want to gain confidence, but I'm not sure if that will entail like losing body fat. And I feel like all the things that we've done has just kind of obviously compounded and you did end up losing fat and gaining confidence in like other areas too. Um, So you were working part-time and in grad school full-time throughout like all of this, correct? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So busy is not an excuse because she's definitely (laughs) busy. Um, Another thing that you wanted to work on obviously was your relationship with food, get a better understanding of your body, feel better just mentally and physically. 
And then another big thing was the wedding. Um, so whenever you signed up with me, that was about six months out. So is that, that's in November, correct? Yep. November 4th. Yay. So exciting. But yeah, so she had the wedding six months out. Um, so obviously that was a good motivator, but I feel like you also weren't in a place where you were like trying to rush anything. Like we've really taken this super sustainable. And, um, like you said, when you signed up, like you really just wanted to gain more confidence. So you were a beginner to tracking macros and I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you this, but how, how long had you tracked before? Had it been like, I don't remember, had it been like a while before you had like done it in your past? Yeah, I think the last time I tracked anything, I think I was in college, probably like 2015, 2016. Oh, okay. um, and it was just like a calorie, like not like macros. Okay, good. So it was like definitely very beginner. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And and we'll get to this, but I mean, literally in your check-in last week, you were like, I feel like this is just like so easy, a part of my life now. So it's like crazy how much that can change. Mm-hmm. Um, you were doing the Peloton weight training, which obviously I eventually conv- <laughs> convinced you out of. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as protocols, because obviously I just kind of went over what your goals were, the progress that we've seen so far. And um, if you guys are interested, I like have the progress photos as well, like on a lot of my story wins and things like that. And the highlights, if you guys do want to check out her journey, but the very first thing that we did, um, was we just started with nutrition habits. And then after a couple of weeks, we got in a calorie and a protein goal. And literally we haven't changed your calorie and protein goal, like the whole time, other than the diet break that we did, where we brought you up to like the 2000 calories. But other than that, it's been very steady this whole time training three times a week. We've mixed gym and home workouts. We've had a step goal, a couple post-workout cardio sessions, and then we've kept in an untracked meal each week. And then we've had a couple of different travels come up where we didn't, you know, focus on necessarily like hitting macros to the gram or anything like that, which we'll get into later. Um, It was how many, you had the bachelorette trip and then there was something else. What was the other thing? Do you remember? Uh, I went to a wedding in Colombia. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I feel so like I have lots of things. <laughs> yeah, we've had a lot of little travels pop up and just like different like life event type of things, like whether it was mm-hmm. for you or for your friends. Um, So, but that's good. That's like so much more relatable for anybody who thinks that like, you know, you have to have this perfect stretch of like six months with nothing coming up. Mm-hmm. So that was what we did. And obviously, as you guys can hear, it wasn't really anything super complicated. It was more about like getting consistent at the basics. So now we are going to get your opinion on some stuff. So starting out, I'm curious, and I kind of already partly know this, but for just like anybody listening, what was your biggest fear or biggest fears coming into coaching, maybe like things that were making you question, like, should I sign up with her? Or even if it wasn't about me, should I sign up for coaching? What were some of your biggest fears? Um, I feel like my biggest fear was that I was afraid that I, it would be too hard. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like I thought like, cause I had never like tracked anything before. So I was afraid that it was going to be like overwhelming and that I would um, get frustrated or like kind of fall off the wagon is what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hard, um, for me to, um, like overcome, I feel like at first, but, um, let's see, I feel like I had a fear too, that I couldn't like keep it going. Like I was afraid that 
-hmm. I couldn't be consistent with everything because I like I am pretty busy and I was nervous that I wouldn't have time but I mean I feel like I was able to you know like make it a part of everything if that makes sense and I think one thing that probably helped is we've been able to like as things did come up it's like there's not just one set game plan it's like if something comes up we can make a game plan for that like it doesn't always have to be like yeah. the exact same um mm-hmm. and I'll just jump to that question because yeah I remember that check-in whenever you did kind of share that with me like kind of that fear of like I don't know if I can keep this up how do you feel like was there any specific thing I don't know if it was like a mindset shift that you had or like a practical I don't know if it was something I said in a check-in but how mm-hmm. would you say you shifted your mindset towards that as far as like okay I can actually sustain this versus like kind of self-sabotaging thoughts <laughs> um I mean, I think it was, I just kind of had to like tell myself that I was like, well, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing right now. So Mm -hmm. just keep going. And then you were kind of saying like, you know, if there's ever any adjustments, like you're going to know. So it's Mm -hmm. not like I had to know those. So Mm -hmm. it was nice that I was like, okay, well, I'll just keep going. And Mm -hmm. if something's not working, um, that's like for you to tell me. And it's not like I have to know that, which I think is helpful that it's like, you don't have to know everything and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it probably, because like I said, we hadn't really had to change anything. So I'm sure at mm-hmm. some point you were like, uh, how long is this going to keep working and what am I right. going to do? Like when it doesn't, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I do remember going over that. Like, I'll tell you when we need an adjustment, we just like don't yet. But I also think just in general, this is something that happens with anybody seeing success in a journey is you kind of wonder if you're going to be able to sustain it. And I think we've also talked about mm-hmm. just like maintenance phases aren't like you don't have to be as tedious so it's like to sustain the results that we've gotten you're not gonna have to track you know everything as tediously forever um so they're kind of like different approaches as well which is always helpful to think about um okay so the meals out and this is something I use you as an example all the time for people who tell me that oh I don't know if I should do coaching because I do like travel weekends for work or I eat out with my family a couple times a week and I'm not going to give that up whatever but I know that that was something that you had some fears around like before starting with me maybe like guilt how would you Mm -hmm. say that evolved for you and to like better put the question how did you view eating out before versus maybe like how you view it now um well definitely I think at the beginning um I felt bad for eating like certain kinds of food Um, and I think like you kind of stressing too that, like, not, like not a certain food is bad. Like it's like what you can fit in, um, for your day. And I feel like that kind of helped. And honestly, like after tracking for a while, like you kind of know like what fits in. And so I feel more confident going to like a restaurant or like going somewhere for the weekend. Cause I know like if I eat, something similar like a protein or this then I know that that's going to be okay just because it may not fit exactly like I feel like I have a better idea of what I can eat Um, and I did have a lot of guilt I feel like at the beginning but I feel like so much better about certain things I don't know like I don't feel bad eating like a cookie because I know that I did so well like with my day and I made sure that I had room for it like just because I ate it doesn't mean that my whole day is ruined or something like that. 
yeah it's that context (laughs) and like some days you may like have the option to have it but you may say no not because you're you feel bad about it but like we always talk about you just want to feel more full on other stuff like it's not the cookie itself that's the problem yeah no I love that I think that's that's probably one of the areas I think you've evolved in the most is like your confidence and just like building meals and like outside of the days when you can be perfect on your macros and things like that which is huge Mm -hmm. um, because that's like real life (laughs) Um, important to be able to do that Mm-hmm. So let me see if there's another question I had on the food. So I, we'll we'll kind of transition a little bit as far as just like overall confidence. Um, and I don't know if you have like super specific examples or you just kind of want to give like summary, but can you talk a little bit about how that's grown as far as like where you were to mm-hmm. where you are now? Um, and just to give an or you may give this example too, but you had mentioned like I think it was two check-ins ago or this past check-in that you decided to do like the professional engagement photos, which literally like was such a huge win, just like as far as like mindset and your confidence. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Do you think it came from body changes, trust that you built in yourself, a mix, just give a little insight to that. Um, I mean, I definitely feel like it started because of body changes because I mean, I knew that I, um, like some things would change, but I, I didn't feel like at the beginning, I didn't have like the confidence that it would actually like I could get to the point that I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I started to see things, my clothes fit differently. I feel like that's like, was huge for me that I was like, oh, wow. Like, cause I feel like looking at yourself, you don't always notice like yeah. these things. And so like my jeans fit different, like my waist, I can tell um, is like smaller. And then when I went to work, like I see these people every day and they're like, oh, like you look great I was like oh wow <laughs> and not that you need like affirmation from other people but yeah it doesn't hurt yeah. <laughs> like oh, no. other people are noticing it yeah. feels good yeah do you think that part of it was also like have you noticed maybe a confidence in even like your character as far as like you did something hard that you thought you couldn't do like has that been a piece of it too do you think oh yeah like I feel like every um like every week I feel like even better because I'm like, yeah. Oh, like I've gotten from here to here and it keeps like improving. And I'm like, wow, like I didn't think I would do this. So like, I feel like good about my, like, I don't know, determination or dedication. Yeah. Um, so that makes, yeah, makes me feel confident. And it also makes me confident that I can like continue to yeah. do this. I'm like, wow. Well, if I did this, like there's nothing stopping me from keeping, keeping it going. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that so much. That's amazing. Do you think Mm -hmm. the weight training has, I know like obviously it transfers to your body composition a lot, but have Mm -hmm. you really enjoyed like our type of lifts versus like the ones that you were doing before? Like, has that given you like a lot of confidence too? Yeah. Like I feel like it's not like, it's not complicated if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the movements are like, like basics, but they're good like I don't know like I feel like you don't need to do super complicated things and I love that it's only like three days a week of of it like I never thought that I would only do like workouts three days a week and uh, I love it (laughs) it's a very sustainable because like when we look at and you know this because I talk about all the time but just for anyone listening Mm -hmm. like when we look at just total stressors like I said like working grad school other life stressors and then it's like we also need to be able to recover well from our training 
and we're, we've been in a deficit. So it's like, we can only add so much stress. So yeah, I mean, I think that's something though that I see all the time is people are training like five to six days and they don't want to back off, but a lot of times backing off is actually good because it takes stress and we recover better. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think weight training, at least for me, like in my journey was just like something that I found a lot of confidence in because I was able to improve at it. Like you kind of suck at first when you weight train. And Mm -hmm. so being able to like see yourself improve at like an RDL, a squat, and then like getting stronger, it builds like just that internal confidence, I guess, over time too, outside Mm -hmm. of just like physique, um, Mm -hmm. which is always super cool. Um, okay. So I mentioned this earlier, but you've mentioned in a few different check-ins, like this does just kind of feel like a part of your life now. And obviously, yeah, we'll get to a phase two where like you're tracking this and like all of that, and then it'll feel even more so. But um, how do you think like this whole thing has changed your view of health and fitness um, just as a whole, um, as far as maybe how it's impacting other areas of your life, maybe you see it more long-term, like what areas do you think it's kind of totally shifted your mindset on with that? Um, well, it's definitely like, I make a priority for myself to like walk every day, like just that, like that we started doing that. And I feel like I have like a positive, um, view on that. Cause it not only helps with like my step count, things like that. It also helps like my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, to kind of take some time for myself or even just like the workouts in general, like they do help. Um, but I mean, I have like a much better relationship, I think with working out too, because of like with the three days a week, like I'm able to fit it in like my busy life. And like, if it was overwhelming, you know, I don't think I would be able to keep it up. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like I like that. And I'm like, you want to keep doing it, you know, like you were like, Oh, like today's the day. And I'm not mad about it. Um, what else? There was something too. I noticed I was, um, in clinical with one of my, um, uh, other students and she was just like, like, Oh, I ate this this morning. So it's like so bad for me. And I'm like, what's wrong with eating like pancakes? I was like, that's not bad. And I like, just notice myself like verbally saying like I don't know like I know that that's not bad or does that yeah. make sense or yeah, something you, you understand that it's not like the food and so many people still think it's like certain foods yeah. are the problem mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah, like I noticed myself like having like a different view mm-hmm. and I didn't used to have that so I felt like that's like a really good yeah that's like one thing and you hear me say this all the time, but one thing I really try to teach really anybody I work with is like context. That way you can have that perspective on like anything Mm -hmm. you're going to see on social media all the time. Like you should eat these things or like, don't eat these things. And like, that's where people fall into that trap because there's no context ever given. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. And I think it's definitely been really cool to just like see it become more of a part of your life. And I think obviously, as you know, that'll just like continue to get better. Um, especially because you are able to handle like meals out and vacations without like freaking out that you're going to lose all your progress. Mm -hmm. Um, so what would you say to someone who let's say they're where you were six months ago, they kind of have like some food fears. Maybe they're not very confident in themselves. Um, maybe it's the body image side of confidence, or maybe it's just, they haven't really been showing up for themselves like in general. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So what would you say to that person who's like scared to start? Maybe they're like doubting themselves or they're feeling overwhelmed. Like any advice that you could give that person? I mean, I feel like it is daunting at first. Like it's a whole new experience. So like new is always scary. Uh, But if you have like any, um, like, what is it? Um, Any interest or you just have like this inkling of like, you think like, oh, like that could be good for me. Like, I feel like why not choose yourself in that instance? So if you think that even a little part of you wants to do it, I'm all about it because I've obviously loved this experience. So, I mean, I guess I'd, I'd have to say like, like, what is it that's holding you back? I guess, is it yourself? Cause if it's yourself, then, I mean, you just have to say like, I can do this and let's give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's probably helpful to hear like for anybody who is in that place where you are now, because I'm sure at first, like you said, it probably was a little overwhelming and probably just a lot of questions of like, is this going to work? Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully this gives encouragement to people like it will, if you, if you work it, it will work. And like, you've been so adherent though. And that's something I do want to point out though, is like Molly definitely didn't get here from just like, like half following her plan. Like you've been so adherent. And then like when we've had travels, even though we didn't necessarily like hit macros, we had a game plan for how we wanted to handle them. And you've also been adherent to that. So like, you've also crushed it on your end, but how crucial would you say that having guidance has been in this journey, like for maybe you mentally from like not freaking out about scale fluctuations, like needing adjustments, like how, how big of a role has that played? Um, I would say a huge, <laughs> a huge role because I don't know. I feel like if you didn't have um, that support or something, I feel like it would be um, hard for someone to keep like going or like you need some like affirmation or you need some like this is okay or some just an explanation of things because um if because I knew that at the beginning like I had some concerns but I mean you explained things to me and it made so much more sense so if I were to like do this and I didn't know those things I do not think I would have been as successful yeah even like with that I don't know if you remember like the one time that we had like been hitting a lot of lows and we mm-hmm. had like a big scale spike and then we were able to like literally within like two weeks it was like all the way back like down here and it's like I think a lot of people if they see like one spike they automatically think like I need to go add more cardio I need to like skip breakfast and it's just mm-hmm. having that outside eye can be so helpful <laughs> to not make emotional decisions and to like right. make rational decisions mm-hmm. um so, and you may have kind of answered this, um, as far as like the last question, but if you have anything to add to it, um, someone who's maybe scared of like the investment into coaching, what would you say to them if they're just, maybe they have, they have the funds for it, but they're scared. Like, I don't know if this is going to work, whatever. What would you say to that person? Um, well, I mean, when you make an investment and you don't just like, um, like just throw it in there and hope for the best. I mean, if you're making an investment, then you have to know like I um in doing this and I need to like stick to it because this is like my um what is oh I can't think of the word. <laughs> um like motivation. Yeah. 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 Like um I mean it is like scary to um to like make that initial um 
investment for it. But I mean, if, if you do have the funds and you think, um, you're like, I don't know, is it worth it? It's definitely worth it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's scary, but you have to know, like, if you're willing to put in the work, then it's totally worth it. Yeah. Oh, yay. I love that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure as we've kind of talked about, it's something that like transfers long-term too. So it's like all this knowledge, it's oh. not like, it's not like in three months, you're just not going to understand how to build a meal mm-hmm. anymore. Like this stuff lasts for yeah. forever. And you can literally scroll on TikTok and see videos and be like, that's stupid. That's stupid. Rather yeah. than <laughs> actually looking at it and going and like cutting out some like food group or something mm-hmm. like it just empowers you a lot more with like decision making in the future which is obviously oh, yeah. very good oh, yeah very for helpful. sure it's not um, just like a physical thing it's like a mental thing yeah it's it's a total total lifestyle shift mm-hmm. um is there anything else that you can think that you like want to add I didn't have any additional questions but like if, is there like a part of your journey that maybe I didn't hit on that you feel like has been like a big change for you that I didn't hit on Let's see. Um, not necessarily. I mean, I feel like sometimes like during this, um, like it might be, I mean, you have your friends and family to support you, but I know that some people may not be as like supportive of certain things and you just have to like know that, well, I'm doing this for myself and it's okay to like say no, you know? Yeah, no, that's a really good, that's a good tip because I'm so used to being around, like a lot of my friends are like fitness coaches and stuff. So I kind of forget sometimes like not everybody has that same type of like support, but yeah, no, that's, and that's something I definitely talk about with people who don't is being okay with like owning your goals and like your decisions. So yeah, no, I like Mm -hmm. that's super helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, thanks for sharing all this and just like giving us insight into your journey. Um, Mm -hmm. You already know that I'm proud of you. I say like every week, Um, I'm I'm excited to to keep keep going forward with things and just like see mm-hmm. what we keep doing and I definitely think it's going to help a lot of people um if you guys relate to Molly's journey at all um I hope that this episode gave you guys just like some encouragement some motivation maybe it'll be the kick that you needed to like take a step to actually get some help because as you can see it's not like a bad thing if you need some guidance and help um but yeah so Thank you again, Molly. And if you're listening to the podcast, you guys, I'll talk to y'all next time and I'll talk to you at your check-in. Bye guys.